and fan the flame. That's what we're going after, all right? May God get all the glory all year long in 2021. No matter the circumstance, I will look to my King. Summit Point Church, we're here again uh, this Sunday to worship our King, to worship our Savior. Uh, welcome to everybody here today. Welcome to those joining us online. Love having you guys uh, tune in with us for worship today. Why don't we go ahead and stand to our feet, church, and today I just want to encourage us with the Word of God that whatever we're walking in here with today, whatever's on your heart, whatever uh, circumstances in your life, we have the truth, we have the hope in His Word that says that those who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. And it's a certainty and it's a promise. And God is always true to his word and his promises. So we hold on to that today, Lord. We hold on to that hope, to that promise, to that security. Lord, that as we call on your name today, we will be saved. That you are faithful. We worship you today, Lord. Nothing worth more that could ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Yes, you are. Your presence, Lord. I've tasted and seen. Of love, when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone, and my shame, Lord, you press it. Across this room, we lift our hands, we sing this morning. It
sovereign above all things, God. And you hold us with your mighty hand, Lord. Today, we as your people, Lord, we just hold on to that truth. That 
those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. We love you, Lord. We worship you. It's in the only name that we want to praise today, Lord, the mighty name of Jesus that we all say together. Amen. Amen, church. Right where you are, you can have a seat. Welcome, Summit Point Church. It is great to be worshiping together this morning. Amen? Amen. Well, my name is Steve McGinnis. I'm the missions and family pastor. And on behalf of Pastor Tim and the staff and elders, we want to welcome you both here and in person and online. Uh, We are so uh, glad that you have chosen to worship together corporately here this morning. And uh, we're just excited about what Jesus Christ is doing and who Jesus Christ is. And amen. Amen. I'd like to invite you at this point to just take a moment, and uh, if you would, uh, if you're here, uh, you could take out your phone and uh, go to the church app, and if you would, sign the Friendship Register. If you're uh, online, you can click the uh, link there as well, and in both cases, uh, I'd love for you to sign that register. It's just a great way that we can uh, know that you're uh, here and tuned in, and uh, just a good way we can communicate back and forth, and uh, there's a place there at the bottom as well where, uh, we, uh, where you can submit prayer requests. Uh, we would love to be partnering with you and praying for you. If there's anything that's going on, uh, please take advantage of that. Uh, we uh, pray over those multiple times throughout the week and, and would love to spend some time this week praying for whatever it is uh, that's uh, going on in your life as well. Well, I'd like to highlight a few announcements. Uh, first of all, we've got a number of studies that are uh, launching. Actually, premarital study launches this morning or this afternoon here for uh, uh, the 430 service. Uh, not only that, women, uh, the women's study, Upside Down Kingdom here, which is a five-week study in the uh, 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 Romans 12, I believe. And uh, that will be launching here on February 10th. Uh, those will be offered both in Wednesday mornings and Wednesday evenings and streaming online as well. So a lot of opportunities where you can get plugged in, ladies, for that. Please, if you could, sign up for that. It's just a great way that we can plan for those Uh, different times as well. And then not only that, we've got a study entitled Faith Builder, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, yes, Faith Builders 1 that will be launching here later this week. And this is an online study. It's uh, four different sessions, and uh, uh, you will be able to do this online. We're going to send out a link here later this week, and you can go at your own pace. There's a PDF that you can download that tracks right along with uh, that study. And it's just a great study answering many of these foundational uh, questions of our Christian faith. And so I encourage you to take uh, some time, check that out. If you're a new believer, or maybe you've been a believer for many years, Uh, but just want a good refresher and to kind of work through that. It's something that you can work at your own pace here through the month of February. So Faith Builders 1 will be coming, uh, an email will be coming with a link to that here this week as well. Well, next week uh, there's... uh, I guess a, a bigger game that's taking place next Sunday. I don't know. None of the Bears fans seem too excited about it, but uh, it is Super Bowl Sunday. And as we've done in the last uh, number of years, uh, we will be moving the 430 service to 330. 
that just allows, we've got a number of different ministries, our student ministries and some adult ministries that uh, do some parties and stuff around that. And so it just allows them to be able to be a part of that service and then also uh, then into the activities that they have that evening. So uh, if you were planning on coming next Sunday to the 4.30 service, uh, try coming out about 3.30 because that's when we'll be starting for that service here for that one week here. So just make a note uh, of that as well. Well, uh, if you've been around here for a little while, uh, you probably have heard us talk about it before, but we have a ministry that is entitled Snack Packs. And uh, this is this is a great opportunity where we can reach out into the community and specifically in providing some food for some, uh, for some young people uh, throughout the community. We actually uh, provide for uh, over 150 kids, and uh, many of these kids are uh, just... Uh, um, in more difficult situations. And while they are able to go to school and there's lunches and sometimes even breakfasts provided to the schools, but on the weekends, they may not have food uh, available for them. And so the Snack Pack Ministry just... Just kind of what it sounds like packs in a couple of different meals that they can take home on Friday and have throughout the week. And, and it's just a, a great ministry, a great practical way that we can meet some needs and be the hands and feet of Christ. And uh, so twice a year we have food drives for that in which we uh, collect those supplies that we're able to then distribute those uh, week in and week out through the school year. And so uh, over the next two Sundays we will be collecting food for that. Uh, you can go uh, on the uh, online video or on the online bulletin. You can click a link there, or you can go to the website and click the banner, and it's got the list of the materials and the food items that we are collecting for that. And so, I uh, just would love to be able to just start bringing in and, and to be collecting those goods that we can then disperse here and meet some very practical needs and hurts uh, some meet some needs and some hurting families and and to feed some young people here in this area here. Uh, we partner with three different schools in Morton and Peoria area as well. So uh, just an exciting ministry, and we will be collecting here the next two weeks for that. And so just want to invite you, uh, if you would, take advantage of that as well. Well, let's uh, continue in our service, and, and uh, well, this is a great time here to uh, worship the Lord through our giving. Uh, you can give through the church app, or there's a place there online as well. Or if you're here in person, uh, as you leave here this morning, you can drop uh, checks and cash uh, to the ushers on your way out as well. But uh, please pray with me here as we uh, have a time to worship through giving. Lord Jesus, uh, we lift up our praise to you. Lord, we just sang the words of the songs. You are worthy. Lord, we are just humbled by that. Lord, it's just an amazing thing that you are just so loving. You are, you are aware of all that's going on in our lives and Lord, we are just so thankful that we can trust you in all things. Lord, I pray, uh, Lord, that we would uh, just lift up our praise and worship to you. Lord, in the good times and the bad times, Lord, may we just be able to worship you in all things. Lord Jesus, I pray in the next few moments as we open up your word, may, may we hear from you. Lord, may we take the truth of your word. May it strengthen our faith. Will it strengthen our resolve? May we be just more on fire to live for you here this week. Lord, may we just show you off in all that we do as we leave this place today. Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we worship you. And we ask this all in your name. Amen.
I know that's where you'll be I got the joy of every battle Cause I know that's where you'll be I got the joy right in this battle Cause I know that's where you'll be I got the joy right in this battle Cause I know that's where you'll be Yes, Lord, we thank you, we come to you, we praise you that we are not alone, that you are with us in the fire, that you are with us in the water, that you are with us in the battle, whatever that may be, we are not alone. Lord, we lean on you, we praise you, we come to you and we thank you. And now, Lord, in this time of worship, May you train us, may you teach us, may you shape us from your word. Holy Spirit, shape our hearts. May we learn to worship you in all that we go through. We love you, Lord, and we praise your gracious name. It's in the saving name of Jesus I pray these things. And all of God's people said, amen. Amen. Well, we're in a series called Fan the Flame, and we're talking about what it means to have a faith on fire. Like no matter what's going on, to be able to put our hole before our God. So I want you to know, we're calling a little audible. So we're gonna take the passage for this week and we're moving it to next week. And we're adding a different passage in today. And so the passage for today is gonna be Psalm chapter 61. And we're answering one simple question. How do I come to my God when I'm in pain? How do I come to my God when I'm devastated? Man, we've had a ton going on. And um, 2020 was terrible. And all of God's people said, 2021 has not started all that much better, quite frankly. And there's been a lot of struggles and heartaches and a lot of family hurts and a lot of marriages going through deep turmoil and a lot of job losses. And man, we are praying and we are hurting and there are so many things going on in this body. And I want to bring one very specific hurt and need uh, to your awareness today. And we're going to walk through some details in and around that. I'm talking about Pastor Kent. And um, man, we love Pastor Kent with all we've got. And uh, Kent is going through a battle right now. Kent is in a tough, tough journey right now. And uh, Pastor Kent, uh, he ended up retiring in December. Um, That is not the tough part of the journey. He retired in December, um, but he contracted COVID in December as well. And uh, basically December was a rough set of ups and downs. Pastor Kent was in the hospital several times over and um, ended up that it got worse and worse. He ended up with a pneumonia off of what was going on. And uh, that pneumonia has now turned rougher yet. He's had to be in the hospital several times and back out. And uh, he was having PT going. So just kind of that journey, the ups and the downs, this past week or week and a half, uh, things really turned much worse. And um, at this point, um, they are saying that there is a severe Uh, damage to the lungs, that it is rapidly decreasing in ability. 
uh, the lungs. He, uh, they put him onto a ventilator to be able to try to battle some of that. And uh, they are saying it looks like it's probably some levels of permanent damage to the lungs. And um, so here's the deal. We are here today to herd together. We are here today to cry out for a brother, for a family. Um, I believe the words of the doctor were, barring miracle. We know the God of miracles. And all of God's people said. So as we walk through today, we're going to be walking through a passage that teaches us how to pray when we are devastated. Teaches us how to lay it on the line and cry out to a God. And we're going to take some time to pray for this family who we love, Pastor Kent and Becky, for Aaron and Cody, for Joel and Bethany, for Drew, for the grandkids. Man, we, let's just be praying for this family. Let's be praying for healing. Our prayer is that God rocks this world with the miracle work in Pastor Kent's lungs. And all of God's people said... So we're going to jump into Psalm 61, and we're going to learn what it is to pray when we're devastated. Here we go. Turn with me, if you will, to Psalm chapter 61, starting in verse 1. Point number one here, cry out. Cry out to your God who loves and protects you. Cry out to your God who loves and protects you. He starts out, he says, Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of the earth I call to you when my heart is faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. He says, hear my cry. I got to tell you, when I first read this, I was like, yes. Right? You see that word cry and we think of, of the struggle, the pain, the heartache. And, but just so you know, when you look at this word in the Hebrew, it means more than that. It also means exultation. It means celebration of who God is. Lord, hear my recognition of who you are. Lord, hear my seeing that you are king of the universe, that you are God Almighty, that you answer prayer. Lord, that you are the one who can bring anything to bear. And Lord, I'm in the midst of pain and struggle. Yes, the crying can bring tears. Man, there is nothing wrong in praying with tears, ever. Nothing wrong with that. That isn't a sign of a lack of faith. That is a sign of coming to your God in absolute faith. And all of God's people said, man, in the midst of our devastation, may we come, maybe with tears in our eyes, Lord God, I'm crying out to you. He's like, hear my cry, hear my confident worship in who you are. I know to come to you. Maybe here's another way to put it. My God can my God will, and even if he doesn't, I will worship him. My God can, say it with me, my God can, my God will, and even if my God doesn't, man, I will worship you, God, I'm with you. And that's, hear my cry. I'm coming to you, Lord, and I'm trusting in you with all I've got. Hear my cry, oh God. And this word here for God is the word Elohim. It's the word that means all-powerful one. 
It recognizes that he can do anything. Man, in the midst of our struggle, may we come to our God saying, Lord, I know you can do anything. Hear my cry, oh God. Listen to my prayer. Uh, he's really saying there, know my pain, know my hurt. Lord, I'm sharing with you my struggle. I'm sharing with you where I'm devastated. Please, Lord, hear my pain. He's like, listen to my prayer. May my words be received and may you respond to them. He's like, Lord, I'm dependent on you. Man, I'm just telling you in the midst of our devastation, maybe you're going through some deep struggle yourself. May you come to your God saying, Lord, I'm ready to worship you. No matter what you bring, I'm worshiping you. I'm in. And Lord, I'm dependent on you. I know that you have it in hand. He says, from the end of the earth, I call to you. From the end of the earth, I call to you. Have you ever noticed how when we're in the midst of struggle, there's, there's a sense of distance between us and God? When we're in the middle of that heartache, all of a sudden we're like, God, it feels like I'm like way far away. What's going on? And, and uh, that's really what the psalmist is saying here. As David is writing this, he's like, Lord, I, I, I'm just struggling deeply and it feels like I'm far away, but I know I'm not. And so I'm crying out to you and I know you can hear me. Lord, I feel all alone. Notice he says, when my heart is faint. When my heart is faint. Just so you know, those two always go together. When we're struggling in the middle of a heartache, when we feel weaker because of it, when we feel like we're losing some of our strength in the moment, in that moment is when we start to feel words like, I feel all alone. And please hear me, you are not alone. Your God knows you. Your God loves you. God is right here with you in whatever you're going through and with this situation with Pastor Candy is right here with the family. Our God, we are leaning on him. And when our heart is faint, please hear me, it's a feeling that doesn't reflect reality. We feel a distance, but the reality is God is right here with us. You are not alone. Your God loves you with all he's got. And he's willing to lean in with all he has. He says, when my heart is faint, when I'm physically struggling, when I'm spiritually struggling, when I have problems of all different sorts, man, when I'm stirred up, I cry out to you. And he says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lead me to the rock. Lead me to this place. Now, this is really a metaphor. He's like, God, take me to this high ground. When you're in a battle, get to high ground. It's easier to defend turf from the high ground. It's easier to keep the enemy away from high ground. Lord, take me to the rock that is higher than I. Take me up. He's like, military speak here. God, get me to high ground where I'm safe. But I think it's more than military speak. He's also talking spiritual speak. And you'll see it in the next line of what he says. But he's like, God, take me to you. You're my rock. Lord, may I find my satisfaction in leaning on you. 
It's like, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lord God, I need your guidance. I need your depend or your provision. Notice he says, lead me to the rock. Like, I don't even know how to get there. Lord, take me to this position with you. I trust you. Power prayer in the midst of our struggle. Worship. We cry out. Power prayer in the midst of our struggle. Dependence. Lord God, I'm leaning on you. Power prayer in the midst of our struggle. Trust. Take me to the high ground, God. Take me to you, the rock. May you do an amazing work. He says, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. You have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Like you've proven yourselves in the past. My salvation is found in you. May I look to the cross. May I look to the empty tomb. The song during the offertory, so powerful. Lord God, I find my hope in you. Lord, may I lean on you. You have been my refuge and you are my strong tower, my protection, my provision. You are my love. You are my future. He says, let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me dwell, meaning let me reside. Let me make it home. Let me find this spot to lean on you. Let me dwell in your tent forever. This means may I truly grasp what you're all about. Notice he says the word forever. Whenever we come to our God, we must grasp that our God is working in eternity. Right? We so often work in the present but our God is working in eternity. Our God is doing something in the forever of it all. And we need to trust him and we need to depend on him and we need to lean on him. And as we bring our prayer to him, it's Lord God, I know you have tomorrow in hand. I know you have our future and our eternity in hand. Lord God, I thank you for salvation that has forever. And now, Lord God, I lean on you for the here and now. And as you see fit, my God can, my God will, and even if my God doesn't, I will worship him. You have forever in hand, God. May you get the glory. He says, may I dwell in your tent forever. And uh, praise God that there is not just a here and now. And all of God's people said, dude, that is a huge hope and a promise that what we experience in the here and now is but a taste of the beginnings of forever. He says, let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings, Selah. Let me take shelter under the rest of your wings. Let me find protection. Let me find provision in the here and now as I face the there and then. As I begin to grasp all of eternity, I long for you. Selah, may I rest. May I find safety and protection and provision. He says, for you, O God, have heard my vows. He's like, I'm following Old Testament law. I'm walking through with what I need to. I'm making much of you. I'm honoring you along the way. If you put it into our terms today, Lord God, I'm giving you my heart. I'm laying it on the line. I'm following through with what scripture says. Thank you for your blood covering my sin. Please forgive me and I'm in. Like I have a walk with you that involves my sin covered and my obedience along the way. And God, I'm leaning on you. 
He says, you have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. And uh, the psalmist here saying, I am an Israelite. I am a child of God. I have hope because of him. And we all get to declare that. If you have trusted Christ as Savior, I am a child of God. Everybody just say that out loud. Say it with me. I am a child of God. Louder and bigger. That's our hope. As we come before the king. And this is his family. And he is working in the eternity of things. And he has it in hand. May we place our lives in him with worship, with dependence, and with trust. May we see our God doing an amazing thing as we rest in him. He is our father, and we are his child. And we have hope because of him. That's what it looks like to come to our God in prayer. And there's two more verses here, and we're going to get to those. But before we get to those, I just wanted to take a moment for this church right now both here in person and online at home for us to storm the throne of grace and for us to long for a healing for Pastor Kent, for a provision for the family, for Becky's heart to be so protected and cared and covered. May we storm for this family who is going through deep heartache. And uh, I told you before, this is something that they're saying is rapidly declining and things are looking very rough. Our prayer is, Lord God, we long to see you move and we long to see you move in the here and the now. Lord, may you do something miraculous in this week. Let's lay it to our God in prayer. So let's just go to prayer now, right where you're at. I'm going to ask you this. We're going to do two things. I'm going to pray a little bit out loud. You're going to be praying alone quietly, but then we're going to go to praying out loud. Maybe you came alone into this auditorium and you're sitting. We are family and we are praying together and we will cry out for our king to move how he sees fit. Let's cry out. And so as you're maybe even alone, don't feel any awkwardness in saying it out loud. If you're together with a family or some friends, feel free to lean together as two or three and we'll be praying out loud. Let me lead us as we join in. Here we go. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we worship you. You're in charge. You speak and the worlds exist. You have goodness to your core. You have eternity as your plan. And we worship and we thank you for all that you are. Lord God, we know that you have absolute ability. My God can my God will. And even if my God doesn't, I will worship him. Hear our cries as we come before you now, Lord, praying out loud. And just right where you are saying, Lord God, we pray for Pastor Kent. Let's pray first for his lungs, for healing, miraculous healing. Just right where you are feeling free to pray out loud. May God hear our voices. Lord God, please heal Pastor Kent's lungs.
And Lord, now we come to you and we cry out as well for doctor's wisdom, for any next steps that need to be done practically, physically, that you might be able to move. May there be doctor's wisdom along the way, Lord. We pray that you would give that right here, right now, this week, this day. Lord God, hear our cry as we pray out, just right where you are, praying for doctor's wisdom in this problem. Now, Lord, for peace and for calm and for the sense of your presence in this journey that has turned to very scary. Lord, may you be with Becky and the family. May you provide a sense of your presence maybe like never before. Hear our cry as we cry out for Becky, for Aaron, for Cody, for Drew, for Joel, for Bethany, for the grandkids. Hear our cry for the family, Lord. May you be with them. May they rest in you. Cry out where you're at. God, hear our hurt. Lord, hear our cries. Lord, hear our pain. Lord, hear our sorrow. Lord, hear our longing in the here and now. We long for you to do a miracle work. You are the God who is king over sickness. May you do a miracle work this week. That's our request. Just right where you are privately. My God can. My God will. Even if my God doesn't, I will worship you. One more time around. My God can. My God will. Lord God, we long to see that answer. And even if my God doesn't, we will worship you. In the saving, powerful, healing, present name of Jesus, we all pray these things. And all of God's people said, Amen. That's power prayer, man.
And maybe you're going through some hurt and heartache yourself. We're going to have a spot at the end for that. Just to take a moment to close. Please hear me. This world is fragile and broken. Have we said that enough from the front? (laughs) This world is fragile and broken. And our God has forever in hand. And all of God's people said, our hope is not in the here and now and the perfection of a circumstance. Our hope is in eternity. And we long for God to do moment by moment things in this world that his glory might be shown off. Lord, we lean on you. That's power prayer. Point number two. Celebrate your king who has eternity in his hand. Celebrate your king who has eternity in his hand. He says, prolong the life of the king. He begins to move off of the struggle that he's going through, and now he's moving to full tilt worship. Now, there are some who say that they believe that this king here Prolong the life of the king, that this is David himself. He's like, prolong my life. I don't think that's it at all. If you look back, he's like, I'm underneath. I need you. I'm so weak. Please come to me. Prolong the life of the king. And afterwards, we'll see him saying words like forever and for all generations. He's talking about Jesus Christ, the Messiah here. He's talking about the promised king to come who will reign forever. And he's like, bring this eternal king. I barely can understand how it's going to work, but I'm ready for him to come. Bring on eternity. Another way of him saying it, this world is broken. I'm ready for eternity and all of its perfection and glory. Prolong the life of the Messiah, of the hoped one, of the eternal king. Bring it, Lord Jesus. says, may his years endure to all generations. Jesus, may you be the one and final king who reigns forever. May you bring it on. Here's another way to say it. Let's use revelation terms. Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Like we're ready for you to be given center stage. He says, may he be enthroned forever before God. God the Son serving before God the Father. He's like, may there be divine, holy, righteous, upright, leading and reigning May there be a forever with no more sin and no more sorrow and no more pain. He says, appoint steadfast love and faithfulness to watch over him. Appoint steadfast love and faithfulness to watch over him. Uh, The word steadfast love here is hased. It's a love that never ends. It's a love that is not just temporary. It comes and goes. It is here and it is always here. That's our God He has a chesed, a love that will last forever, moment by moment and into all of eternity. And he's like, may that kingship be earmarked by love and by faithfulness. May it be a guarantee of his kingship forever. And he says, so will I ever sing praises to your name. He's like, I am going to sit underneath this king eternal Messiah, Jesus, and I sit underneath God the Father, and I long to sing praises forever. I lift your name on high. I will worship you. No matter the heartache and the hurt, 
I look forward to you and I look forward eventually to the no pain and no sorrow and all of eternity with this one as king. He says, as I perform my vows day after day. As I perform my vows day after day. He's like, I'm trying to walk in a way that honors you. I'm trying to walk in a way that glorifies you. I'm trying to walk in a way that celebrates you as king. And may I be obedient to your word. And may I see you in this midst. May my words and my actions lift you up. Don't miss that this prayer is attached to the same prayer that was going on, I feel alone, my heart is faint. And by the tail end of it, he is saying, I will not move from you. I will stand by your side. I will not let my faith be shaken. I will hold in there no matter which way you choose, my God can, my God will. And even if my God doesn't, I will praise his name forever. And all of God's people said, dude, that's a huge calling. A celebration in the midst of heartache, a prayer in the midst of our tough journey. Lord, we need you. Jesus, we need you. Lord Jesus, we need you always. And Lord Jesus, we need you forever. I need you, Jesus. And just right where you are saying that out loud, I need you, Jesus. Say it louder, say it bigger. I need you, Jesus. One more time. Power prayer in the midst of our heartache. We're not just longing for the change of a circumstance. We are longing for the presence of our King with us that will last for all eternity. I need you, Jesus. May God get all the glory. So how do we come to our King in pain? We come in worship. We come in dependence. We come in trust. We come to rest in Him. We come placing eternity in His hands and we celebrate that eternity is guaranteed. Period. Praise be to God. And know this. We serve the God who has today, tomorrow, and forever managed. May we lean on him and walk with him in the journey. Sometimes there may be tears in our eyes. May we worship through those tears. Maybe even seeing things shimmering because so many tears. May we continue our worship. Lord God cannot wait for this broken world to be done. And at times with absolute joy. Our prayer is for miracle this week. And all of God's people said, and we worship our king who has eternity in hand. And all of God's people said, amen. Let's just step before our God one more time in prayer here.
Lord Jesus, we do come to you. Lord, we need you, and we long for you, and we look to you. And Lord, we hand ourselves now to you. And just right where you're at, maybe you have something very specific going on, deeply hurtful, deeply painful. Just turning it to your king now and saying, Lord Jesus, in the silence of this room, I'm handing this to you. Hear our prayer, Lord. And Lord, I come to worship you and I come to lay my problem before you, trusting you with full dependence. So as I hand this problem to you, deeply specific, I say these words. And just right where you are, repeating this quietly where you're at to him, my God can. My God will. And even if my God doesn't, I worship you. In your powerful name, Jesus, we pray these things. Amen. We need Jesus. May we come to him with all we've got. May he get all the glory. And all of God's people said, Amen. Let's just stand to your feet. Sing, Jesus, I need you every
is faint. Lord, my eyes are filled with tears. Lord, my fears are welling up. I'm coming to you and I give you this problem. I pray dependently. I pray trustingly. I pray as I rest in you and I will worship you as you choose whatever makes sense for all of eternity. May you get all the glory. How do I come to my God in prayer? That's how. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen.